Hello everybody and welcome to this week's Humans in the News! This week I'm going to talk about the big stuff. Yes, the really big stuff. In fact, I'm going to talk about something so big that it brings into question the future of the human race. Now, a year or two ago, that might have sounded more dramatic. You humans have gotten used to the idea that all sorts of things are conspiring to wipe you out. You've got climate change, a pandemic, and of course you've been trying to wipe each other out for centuries. But I'm not going to talk about any of those, no. I'm talking about an asteroid. Yes, it's one of those stories that seems to come around every so often, just to give you all something slightly different to worry about. This one is due to hit in 2068. But what I really love about this story is that we may be able to tell if it's actually going to hit in 2029. Now, I'm not saying I won't help, but if scientists declare it's going to hit, I'm not sure I can stick around for the consequences. You will have 39 years filled with people claiming the asteroid is a hoax by the government to control us, that it doesn't exist, that it is created by paedophiles with tunnels under major cities, that it's something to do with the lizard royal family, that it's a hallucination brought on by vaccines, or the results of 5G masts. <sighs> and I'm really sorry humans, but I've had my fill of that sort of rubbish in the last year. I guess if you all come up with some new conspiracy theories by then, I'd stick around if it's amusing. But I think what will really push me to jump in my rocket is the thought that if you've got 39 years to get off this planet, Elon Musk is going to become your saviour. And I'm not sure any of us is quite ready for that. Anyway, now it's time to hand over to Bletin. What are you going to explain to us this week, Bletin? This week, I'm going to talk about the poor, persecuted, misunderstood genius of our time, Mark Zuckerberg. Uh, Bletin! Bletin! Uh, what? Money! Data! Corrupt! Idiot! Uh, oh, I see. Well, yes, that does rather change things, doesn't it? I thought that Australian Facebook suddenly having no news feeds was the noble stance of someone objecting to a state imposing restrictions on free speech. Turns out Australian Facebook is actually sulking like a child who's been overindulged for so long that their behaviour isn't just undesirable, but has grown to be repulsive, damaging and toxic. And responsibility for that lies at Zuckerberg's door. The very fact that his strategy is to sulk his way out of this, hoping that the very addictive nature of Facebook means that eventually everyone will come crawling back, begging for things to go back to how they were, is both arrogant and insulting. Now, don't get me wrong, some of the blame has to go to you humans too. If you hadn't given Facebook so much attention when it was young, overindulged and spoiled it, you wouldn't be in a position now 
where what is basically the changes in an app's terms and conditions suddenly have huge global, political and social consequences. Oh well, I suppose you must like something about it. Don't know what though. Oh well, back to you Zula. Thanks Bletin. And now a word from our sponsor. Everybody, come to our amazing online casino. But remember, always gamble responsibly, even though that's something of a contradiction. Uh, but basically, we say that not because we're worried about you. Oh no! But if all of a sudden you find yourself in financial problems, you won't be coming back. You might actually stop gambling. So we just want you to be a bit more thoughtful about your limits so that we can keep milking you for all your worth. And now over to Kure with, uh, oh, I really am talking about the weather this week. Really? Yeah, a storm is coming. Wow, okay, now over to Kure with the weather. That's right, the Parlor app is up and running again after being offline due to its alleged part in the storming of the capital last month. And basically, as I've mentioned before, Parler confuses me. It tells everyone it's the free speech app, but honestly, I don't see its followers having any problem with free speech. In fact, I would argue that they are a privileged section of society that has the freest speech there is. You attempted to overthrow democratic government with practically no repercussions. Some of you got arrested, sure, but that's about breaking laws, not freedom of speech. So that sounds pretty free to me. I can't imagine another group in society attempting anything close to that in terms of scale or severity and having such an easy time of it. And that is what I really don't understand. Why are the people with far and away the greatest freedom of expression making such a fuss about a lack of it? Because I think you're confused. You think your freedom of speech is being eroded, infringed upon or threatened. But actually, what is happening is tiny steps towards an equality of free speech. You see, for a lot of people, expressing yourself means making a transaction. Yeah, it has a cost. If you speak freely, you need to accept criticism at the very least. Maybe threats, violence or even death. So if you have freedom of speech without any of that, and uh, the storming of the capital suggests you do, then y'all go and sit on your little app and let some more civilized humans step forward and start sharing that privilege. Because it is a privilege and you don't even know you have it. Back to you, Zula. Thanks, Kuri. And uh, I'm not sure it was really about the weather, but uh, thanks all the same. And this week's special mention goes to the Republican donor who gave two and a half million dollars to investigate Trump's voter fraud. And now he wants his money back. Yeah, well, I sympathize with him. 
I'm sure there are some people who would like the last four years back, but you don't always get what you want. I don't feel too sorry for him, though, because he's clearly rich enough that he can hire some lawyers and just sue them. He doesn't even have to hire the best lawyers. After all, they're only going up against a bunch of lawyers that took unconvincing circumstantial evidence of voter fraud and hoped to win based on Trump's rambling accusations. He'll have his money back in no time. Probably by this time next week when you can join me for more Humans in the News.